0: Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host Kevin Price, talking to you about you and business. Let me tell you, it's all of our business when it comes to our health. No one is going to be uh, more interested in it than we are of our own health. Yet we kind of don't act do that well. We kind of defer to the people in the white checks and we defer to people, you know, uh, with the impressive ad campaigns. But uh, you know, we need to take this stuff seriously, which is one of the reasons why. I've had this ongoing series with David Wilcox, and uh, he is a, a doctor-prepared nurse, a longtime regular on the show, uh, one that we always get great feedback whenever he is on, uh, because frankly, he really does touch what our lives are dealing with on a daily basis. David, love having you on the program. A little bit more about what you do and really how you ended up doing it. People love when you talk about that.
1: Sure, Kevin. It's great to be on the program with you. Um, I appreciate our partnership. So I am a doctorate prepared nurse. And um, the reason why I became a healthcare advocate is because I have a handicapped daughter who I had early on because I was a bad teenager. (laughs) I would drag her around (laughs) from appointment to appointment and I would see really really dedicated clinicians that worked within a system that wasn't so good. Um, And so when I got a chance, um, I was in manufacturing, when I got a chance to go back to school on some benefits um, from the company I worked for, I decided to become a nurse. And my journey took me through most of my adult life I was in school. And I finally got my doctorate of nursing practice. And then I decided, what do I want to do with this 30 years worth of information that I have um, the things I've seen in healthcare, and I decided I was going to write a book called How to Avoid Being a Victim of the American Healthcare System. This book is you can use as a healthcare manual. You can figure you can go to the chapter on what to do if the insurance company denies your claim, and we're going to talk about insurance companies today, um, and get some good advice, good solid advice. Um, and then if the pharmaceutical companies raise the price of your medications, there's a chapter for that. Uh, I tried to put as much knowledge as I could into this book and, um, the feedback that I've got on it has been phenomenal.
0: Oh, and the book's really well written and I, I, I almost call it, you know, your body an owner's manual. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it really very practical and on and, uh, Frankly, you know, when you read it, it's very empowering. Wow, I didn't know I could do that. Wow, I did, and that's really how the whole healthcare system exists in its dysfunction: is that people don't have options, which is what you're all about in your work, and really at the heart of our segment. And so, with that, give your um, best website. The more websites you addresses you give, the less likely they'll remember. them. that's what I've learned. 20 years of doing this, um, give your best website. And also, uh, let's just go ahead and, and jump into this. Go ahead and set the stage for topic-wise.
1: Okay. So the best website to get me at is drdavidhelps.com, drdavidhelps.com. And up there, there's a free resource guide. If you sign up for my newsletters that I will send to you, we'll give you one-click access to many of the things that we're going to talk about Um, on this program today. So as we jump into this topic, I just want to say this. You hire your healthcare providers. It's not the other way around. You can't be intimidated by the white coats and the knowledge that they have around healthcare, um, although that's their superpower, but you hire them. So let's talk a little bit about Medicare Advantage insurance plans, because we're starting to see the heat turn up on them. um, And and the, the basic model behind Medicare, what does it really mean? I mean, um, you know, Medicare was put in place so that the nation's seniors or um you know don't have to struggle for health care. So um what what is going on? So Medicare Advantage provides health care coverage to more than half of the nation's seniors, but a growing number of hospitals and health systems nationwide are dropping some or all of their contracts with these private plans. Um, They're doing it because of excessive prior authorization, meaning you have to jump through various hoops to get the care you need. Um, And then there's big denial rates and slow payment from the insurers. Some systems have noted that Medicare Advantage insurers have faced allocations for billing fraud from the government and are being probed by lawmakers over their high denial rates. So let's just break down the business of Medicare Advantage and Medicare itself. So there are dollars put away in Medicare for you to get health care. And the Medicare Advantage programs are insurance agencies who say, hey, you give us those dollars and we'll manage your care. And they offer you some some stuff that um, makes you wonder, hey, maybe I should go with them, Um, like Maybe some dental, a little bit of dental, a little bit of vision, that kind of stuff that traditional Medicare does not offer. But look at the business model. Medicare dollars are there. They're given to the insurance company. The insurance company decides what kind of care you're going to get and what they're going to approve or what they're going to deny, and they're in a very powerful position as a payer to do that. But they have tons of overhead, so they continually try to find ways to upcode your care or make it more expensive for the government. And, you know, they've got to pay their CEO salary. Some of them are as high as $21 million. So under traditional Medicare, you don't have any of that. You have the government and yourself and your doctor, and nobody gets in the way of your care in a traditional Medicare system. Enter the insurance companies, Um, They were allowed to privatize Medicare, and and it started in 1997 with the Balanced Budget Act. And then in 2003, they made it so that you could get prescription drug coverage with it, too. Basically, they saw the baby boomers exiting the health care insurance system, and they knew they were going to lose a lot of money. So they invented these Medicare Advantage programs. And now, even on Capitol Hill, the government is – Saying this is like elder abuse because you're you're not paying for things that traditional Medicare would pay for, um, so they're going after them. But you know they have a lot of money invested on Capitol Hill and a lot of lobbyists because the insurance companies are huge, so it's hard to get the truth. And healthcare, especially when you're getting ready to retire and you're and you're looking at Medicare, is very confusing. There's parts A, B, C, and D. What do I need? Uh, and they come in and they say no problem, we got you. You know, we're going we're gonna to bundle it all up and give it to you um, in this form, and this is what you're going to pay a month. And people are like, well, I don't have the energy to learn all about A, B, C, and D. So basically, what I'm trying to do is educate people to see what actually occurs and what you can expect and give you enough information to make an informed choice when you finally hit that golden age of 65 or when you retire and you go to Medicare.
0: That was a lot, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, and by the way, you know, there's a, a great saying by uh, Thomas Sowell, who uh, is a free market economist, and, he, you know, he talks about this uh, idea. that whenever people don't seem to realize it. So, like, when a company like an insurance company makes it so much more convenient and all complete and they don't charge anything more, but they're adding a layer of expense, just your bureaucracy at all, that means something's got to go, and that is the quality of what you're going to get. And that's clearly yes. an example here.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, um, everything's good as long as you're paying your premiums. You know, the insurance game is they, they want you to pay your premiums, they want you to stay healthy, and they want you to die quickly because that way they don't have to spend a oh, lot yeah. of money on you. So, I mean, that's the model.
0: Although I some for those values with insurance companies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay healthy, and when I go, let me go fast. Don't make it longer right. than it has to be. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. But they mean it in a more sinister way, I think. And I think that's your point.
1: Yeah, and you know, I've known I've known people who have gotten cancer, and the doctor knows what's going to work for them, and the doctor will write the chemo prescription, um, and the insurance company will come back and say, "No, you got to try this first. But, you know, they're stage four cancer. They don't have a lot of time to be messing around. And who in the insurance company is making this decision? What medical school did they go to? So uh, um, one little known fact is that if you're having problems and you're in that kind of a situation, you can have your oncologist or your doctor call and ask to speak to the medical director of the insurance company. And the two of them will make the decision. And the people who are you know, bean counters who are denying your care and telling you you've got to do this, this, and this before you can get to the effective treatment, they, they'll they stop their nonsense um, once the two of them come to mm-hmm. a decision. Yeah.
0: And in, in um, your experience, the medical director gravitates towards uh, um, preventing litigation. <laughs> and so yeah. they're going to be more in line than the bean counter is with reality. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes um, and that's... And it it all depends, too. I mean, there's reports of um, insurance companies denying claim after claim using software to do it and not really running it by a medical professional. So there's all kinds of games that they play. And and so the, the real point or the meat of what I want you to take away from this is that if you are at that age and you don't and you've had experiences with insurance companies or your loved ones have had them, you don't have to do it. You can go right to Medicare. Medicare is going to always pay. If it's an expensive chemo drug, they're going to pay it. They're never going to get in the way of you and your doctor. Um, Whereas the insurance companies are looking out for their business model. They're not really looking out for you as a patient. They're looking at their business model and how do they continue to generate income to feed the Medicare Advantage machine.
0: Yeah, just remember, so when an insurance company says Medicare Advantage, the Advantage the insur- to the insurance company. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly it. <laughs> Just keep remembering that. They, they love it. Right. They love that whole idea. Frankly, with you know, with most people have gone through up to the point of reaching 65. I would think the last thing they want to do is continue to deal with insurance companies. <laughs> Yeah. I know that you all have this loathing of government, but good night. Insurance companies are absolutely terrible. They, they, I hate to say it. I mean, I'm a free market guy. You and I talk about this. But everything the insurance companies are doing are going to drive us more and more towards a socialist model, which I don't think a pure socialist model is in uh, you know, our, our best interest, especially when I look at innovation. There's a third way. But we're not going to to pursue that third way with uh, the insurance companies really uh, applying credit capitalism on steroids at all of our expense.
1: Yes, definitely. I mean, like you said, the advantage is theirs. It's not necessarily the patient's. Um, And, you know, there's horror stories out there of people who Medicare would just – give them the care they needed, um, but the insurance companies are denying it because it's an expensive treatment as as they look out for their business model. Um, It's interesting because when my wife turned 65, she just got inundated with all these things in the mail and phone calls and that, and actually had some guy come to the door. He came to my door, and he was like, hey, I just want to make sure you're good with your Medicare Advantage program and all this kind of stuff, and I'm thinking, you came to the wrong house, buddy. I got your number.
0: I got the whole insurance company's number. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, have a copy of my book and leave me alone. Yeah, right. <laughs> Read chapter six. <laughs> That's hilarious of all houses. And there's nothing you know, nothing better than uh, you know having uh insurance companies uh, at like uh, um you know religious proselytizers knocking on your door. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm okay with my religion. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> right. Join our so
0: is That's hilarious <laughs> and disturbing <laughs> all at the same time. No, yeah, it's so pretty in scary. General, You know, as we begin to wrap it up, because I, I think a lot of listeners might still be listening to, uh, you know, listening to that but or the exceptions, but you're pretty hardcore on this. It is just across the board better. It's not perfect but across the board better just to do it through uh, Medicare rather than at all dealing with the insurance companies.
1: Yep. If you can remove the insurance giant who's looking out for their own profit out of your health care, then I applaud that. Um, the other thing that you should know, too, is if you sign up directly with Medicare bef- before ever signing up with a Medicare Advantage program, nobody can deny you your gap insurance. So those of you out there that might have, um, congestive heart failure, diabetes, or co- co- comorbidities. If you sign up directly with Medicare, the Medigap, which pays 20% of your insurance, it, and it's funded by an insurance company, can't deny you for your care. If you go to Medicare Advantage and you say, "Wow, this really sucks," and then you and you say, "I want to go right straight to Medicare," they can deny. It. So that's another interesting point for you to consider as you make your decision.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's interesting because of how kind these Medicare Advantage-type programs are all over the place. And, um, I mean, we see them all the time. And, uh, yet, uh, and obviously they couldn't continue to be seen all the time unless people were, were using them. Uh, and, so, I don't know, it just means a lot uh, the uh, poor job that the government is doing of educating people about the economics of health care, because that's basically what we did this segment. And a lot of that goes back to the fact that so many of the politicians are in a pocket of insurance companies. That would probably make it difficult for government agencies to educate consumers.
1: Well, they, they set it up ridiculously. There's part A, B, C, and D. You know, you really, I mean, you have to study it. You have to go out to the Get the material from Medicare.gov and study it or have somebody like me in your back pocket who can point you in the right direction. And the insurance companies feed into that to say, yeah, you don't need to do all that. We got it. We did it for you. So we're just going to, you know, just sign the paper and, and let's get it done and we'll take care of your health care. We're really interested in you. And then, you know, once you sign and, and sell your soul to them, you just don't know what you're going to get.
0: Well, and I know in the past you've mentioned – you do this, and then you do that for the med- medical uh, the, the medicine uh, part. Uh, you know, you combine the two. What it remind me, refresh my memory. And you've done it more than once, so shame on me. <laughs> yeah, so um, part A covers your hospital
1: expenses, which you get. Um, part D covers your pharmaceutical companies or your or prescriptions and you have to add that onto your Medicare policy. And then C is basically your Medigap, which is the insurance company pays the other 20% for you. So um, it's, it's difficult to understand. Um, but if you do, if you do your due diligence, you will save yourself grief down the road because like I said, the insurance company is never going to get in the way of you and your, or not the insurance company, Medicare is not going to get in the way of you and your doctor. So that's the that's the caveat to it. doing your work and figuring out, hey, I can remove these guys from my health care picture. Okay. I don't have to be controlled by them anymore and what they're going to pay and what they're not going to pay because um, that's frustrating. So, I mean, that's that's so what, the big advantage.
0: So what should, what should you get? Are you saying to get those three parts?
1: Yeah, you, yeah. Um, You can, I would get those three parts. Now, some people aren't big on pharmaceuticals and they don't get the part D, right? But if you get a nasty cancer and you got a chemo, you're probably going to want the part D. So um, those are the parts I would get.
0: Gotcha. Very good. Final thoughts as we wrap it up and get that one site one more time. Sure. It is drdavidhelps.com,
1: drdavidhelps.com. Go up there, get your free resource guide. One-click access to a lot of the stuff we talk about on this program, um, and I'm always there when you need me. So if you run into a healthcare care problem and you need some advice, you can email me, um, and, and, you know, my book's out there, too, How to Avoid Being a Victim of the American Healthcare System, if you want to proactively educate yourself, which I would strongly recommend you do before you ever have to access the health care system.
0: David Wilcox, Dr. David Wilcox, always love having you on the program. And it's one of those ones that uh, I used to know about a week in advance because you do a great job of, you know, hey, Kevin, we're going to cover this. And so I get to do a little homework, and uh, I get very excited. And it's interesting because the stuff, you know, the stuff is not in and of itself on the surface very interesting. But when you go that next layer below and think in terms of empowering yourself, this is really exciting stuff and very important stuff because there's no area, I think, in uh, the average person's life where they feel more p- powerless than uh, health decisions, and you really do challenge that notion uh, with your really empowering approach, so I appreciate you.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you too, Kevin. Um, just want to help one person each day, and if I can do that, that's a good day for me. Well, I bet you just helped a bunch
0: today, so I appreciate that. All right, and, and Merry Christmas. We'll see you next year, as always. That's
1: right, yeah. It's starting January
0: 2024. It's hard to believe. Time does go fast, even when you're not always having fun, which is often the case with me. It's still going fast. So, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but today, I have fun. Thanks to you. Thanks so much for being with us.
1: Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. Everybody have a great Christmas.
0: I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.